Whenever I'm talking to a fellow entrepreneur or anybody who has the opportunity to take a longer sabbatical like that, a month long, I always tell them that it is like one of the best things you can do for your business is just clearing your head and just kind of getting a higher level view for what you want to do and what God's calling you to do with your business. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Seed Time Living Podcast. I am your host, Bob Lodick, and as has happened a lot lately, I have Linda here with me today. And Hello. super excited to have her here. She makes it a lot easier on me and a lot more fun. So glad she's here. Anyway, today we are going to talk about five benefits of taking a sabbatical. Uh, a lot of my friends kind of know this about me, but I am more or less a sabbatical junkie, if that is a thing. What I mean by that is it's just been something that we've integrated into our lives, and I've seen the benefit of it so strongly that it will just be something that I try and work to implement in my life as much as possible for the rest of my life. So we're going to talk about some of these benefits that we've experienced from this Hopefully, this will give you a little bit of inspiration to start seeking this out and see if you can start working some of this into your life. So I think the first thing I should say is that for the last six or seven years, have we done the monthly one? Seven, I think. The last seven years, we have taken a month-long sabbatical. And I know that that is something that's not possible for a lot of people in jobs, and I'm blessed to be able to have a business where I can do something like that. And I, I am completely aware of that. But that has been something that it has still really been very challenging. And we had to fight for that to some extent. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm glad that we have. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But for the last seven years, once a year, normally in February, we will take the year off or the month off, sorry, and we'll spend that month just kind of praying about the year and doing some planning and kind of goal setting. And for me, just reading a lot, that's kind of a concentrated time for me just to read a whole bunch and, and just kind of spend some time with my family, just really concentrated time. And after I did that for the first time, I was sold, you know, and I had taken shorter and longer ones before that. But once as a family, we took that one month sabbatical, I just, I knew that I have to keep doing this. It was just too valuable. And, uh, and we'll talk about some of those benefits in a few minutes. So we've done that. But then additionally, I've taken three considerably longer sabbaticals over the last 15 years. For me, the first one was in 2001. This was before I met Linda. And this was kind of God called me to take a year off of college. That was a really interesting one. And then in 2008, while I was kind of being laid off from my job, God kind of created an opportunity for me to take a sabbatical. So while I was still working, he just more or less like lowered the workload to nearly non-existent. And, and I'll explain more about that in a bit as well. And then last year, he called me to take the entire year off, which was a pretty big <laughs> step of faith for both of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people would jump at the chance like, yeah, I could take a year off. But the way I'm wired, that's actually a pretty big sacrifice. Well, um, and you kind of think about everything. It's like, well, how am I going to pay my bills? Yeah. What is this going to look like? What am I going to do with my time? I mean, it... There were a lot of questions yeah. <laughs> as we were kind of evaluating that. And I wrote a real long blog post about it that you can check out on the blog if you want. But and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But, but essentially for me, that was a big sacrifice that I wouldn't have picked 
that myself, but God is smart, you know, and I'm glad I obeyed because the benefits of that were really, really rich. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, let's just kind of dive into some of these benefits. So, you know, and a lot of these are really specific to me and to our family, but this is our experience, you know, and so your experience is going to be different and you're going to see different results. But, you know, what I'd love for you to take away from this is just that God tends to work through these rest times and that there's something really powerful there. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I want to kind of highlight here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so my first sabbatical in 2001, this is like my first long one. And when he called me to take a year off of college, which is something that I didn't want to do, something I know my mom was nervous about, <laughs> thinking I wasn't going to go back to school and get my degree, which was a really big deal to her. But it was something that I knew that I knew that I knew that I was supposed to do. And so that's what I did. Honestly, that was kind of like the turning point in my spiritual life where God just kind of moved me from being an apathetic Christian to somebody who really is seeking his will and just really trying to, um, as to the best of my ability, like live my life for God. And that was kind of when the, that all of that changed for me. And so during that sabbatical, that was one of the biggest kind of benefits for me. But through that also, you know, I was fairly young at that point. I guess I was 20, 21 years old. And uh, I was in a relationship that was more or less, <laughs> that was not Linda. And it was a relationship that was probably headed towards marriage that shouldn't have been. That was during that phase, God made it clear to me that it needed to be broken off. You know, so that was one of the big benefits of kind of that whole thing for me. I mean, like I said, that was kind of during that phase, uh, that was kind of like my spiritual boot camp of sorts, uh, where I just got to spend a lot of concentrated time alone with God, really in a city where I didn't know anybody. Yeah, and I think that that one probably had the biggest impact on the rest of your life. Yeah, it was a major crossroads, no doubt. Right, and I think your life would look a lot different now if you hadn't have done that. Yeah, there were so many things that... Before and after that, like going one direction to the other. And it was, yeah, it was a really life-changing time for us and uh, for me. So what was interesting about it for me is there were tons and tons of benefits. I had this journal of like all these different things that happened during that where it was just so clear and evident to me that God was at work. But as I came back, I just began to continue to see benefits. And I just don't think this is a coincidence. But I had been going to church for probably about six years and literally only had one Christian friend. And yeah, and it might have been my fault. Like, I don't really know why, but I just didn't have any friends in the church. And within like two weeks of coming back from that, it was like God just opened the doors. And I I suddenly had, I mean, I met dozens of kids or whatever, young adults my age at that point and quickly began making a whole bunch of friends. You went on a mission trip. Yeah, I went on a mission trip with a whole bunch of uh, other young adults, I guess. And all of this happened just like almost instantly as soon as I got back. And then the best thing, which is definitely not a coincidence, uh, this is literally within three weeks of returning from this thing. After Linda and I had been at the same church for six years, I finally met Linda. I didn't (laughs) meet her until after that. And I think God was smart enough to know that I wasn't ready and she would have ran the other way if she would have seen me. Pre-sabbatical, um, pre-sabbatical, Bob. Anyway, so like it was just such a such a significant turning point 
in my life in so many ways. Yeah, I am really glad that that happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would have changed my, it changed the entire course of my life as well. Yeah. All right. So, second big sabbatical for me. Uh, this was in 2008. This is when I, I was working at a, a brokerage firm and we got bought out by another company. And basically, they came in and said, Hey, we don't need your department. Your entire department's gone. And uh, it was a really interesting point because this is kind of when through this whole sabbatical and this, let me step back, this sabbatical, I didn't even realize this was a sabbatical, honestly, until probably uh, about six months or a year ago. It finally dawned on me that that's what this was because I was actually working. But in hindsight, what happened was God, through this layoff, you know, I had a severance package, but I also had this retention bonus where they paid me to stay on board until the very end for like seven, it was like a seven month period, I think. So basically I had probably a six or seven month period where we just didn't have very much work and I was still on the payroll. And, and honestly, I was bored a whole lot of that time, but, uh, I remember you'd come home and I'd be like, what'd you do today? And you're like, uh, listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I just didn't have any work to do because we're, we're sitting in this department that is about to be like removed. And so a lot of the workload was, you know, peeling off. And as, as a lot of uh, my fellow employees were finding other jobs, like they would leave. And so, you know, within the last month or two, it was like a ghost town in our office and there were just a handful of us there and like we just didn't have any work to do so anyway so i didn't realize that was a sabbatical but it actually was and god provided that yeah so for us too kind of the way we have structured these sabbaticals is getting quiet resting but also like trying to dive in deep with god so if that's reading whatever books reading more of the bible praying more and I feel like that was what that time was for you. Yeah. It, it just seemed to be this, you just had an overabundance of time. I was just talking to one of my friends recently, and she said when her third child, okay, third child was a year old maybe, she said she had time to read the Bible for four hours a day. And she was kind of like, "Wow, I don't even know how that happened. She said, I keep thinking back, like, was that, did that really happen? But to me... That is just like the Lord creating yeah. time and carving out time for you to be able to use to rest. Yeah. And I think it's easy to automatically say, this isn't for me. I can't do this. There's no way I have to do X, Y, Z. But I really believe that if you ask the Lord for some time, that he will find a way to get it to you. And yeah. it, I think you also need to be looking for it. Yeah. So looking for that time to just take advantage of whatever he has for you. Yeah. The article that I wrote about this at the beginning of the year, just kind of explaining what we did, there were a handful of commenters who were like, yeah, that's nice, but I can't even get a day off work. And, and you might be in that situation where you can't get a day off work because that's the type of job that you have or the type of boss you have or whatever else. But like Linda's saying, God can make this work out for you still. So even if you can't get off work, you can still have a sabbatical of sorts. And yeah, and that was a really interesting kind of formative time for me while I was working and he was still doing stuff through that rest. And anyway, so all that to just encourage you a little bit that if you are feeling like this just isn't something that you can do, yeah, I think you should pray about it. And I think you should ask God and 
and be on the lookout for it. Because like I said, I, I completely missed it. I didn't even know that or realize that was a sabbatical time mm-hmm. <laughs> until recently, you know. Yeah. So I had gone through the entire thing and didn't even know that those benefits were there. Yeah. And I'm also thinking that if a mom with three children can have yeah. <laughs> that much time during the yeah. day, that's that's a lot. Yeah. That's really cool. And not get caught up with housework. Honestly, that's what it is. It's like, I don't know how she didn't get caught up with doing the laundry or yeah. whatever else. So I think that it's definitely possible no matter what phase of life you're in. But yeah, I think just looking for it and also just asking God if he can give that to you. Yeah. So after that second one for me, or through that transition, you know, I've just noticed that God tends to do some big things through sabbaticals. And a lot of times the season of quiet time kind of precedes something else. And so I'm reminded of Jesus, you know, going on a 40-day fast right before he began his ministry. And you know, I, I don't think that's a, a coincidence that right before Jesus started his public ministry, he went on this 40-day fast like I, and had that time of alone time and quiet time with God. I think there's something significant about that. You know, and so in my case, after the second one, or in our case at this point, I kind of moved out of my my job that I honestly was just really struggling with and, and not enjoying very much and really just feeling like it didn't fit my giftings. It wasn't, you know, I felt like I was called to do this. I felt like I had these giftings over here, but yet I was kind of forced to be over here. I don't know. And I just struggled, you know, but I I was moved out of that into something that much more and much better aligned with my calling, which just feels great. If you've ever been there going from a job you're really struggling with and not good at to something that you are gifted to do, it feels really, really good. And so that was a big part of that one. And then and more or less, it was kind of like the launching of my ministry. And I don't, I don't call what we do here, you know, on seed time as my ministry very often. But in truth, that's kind of what it is. And that was more or less when that whole thing was launched, you know. And then, kind of as a couple and with our household finances, like it was through that also that we got all of our debts paid off and we were able to pay everything down kind of as some of the benefits of the next uh, probably year or two after that. And so that was just another one that just had tremendous benefit for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was huge. And I also feel like God really showed you a lot of things. So I think you gained a lot of wisdom um, that was preparing you for this. So I remember you coming home and telling me you read... Warren Buffett books and, you know, just yeah. some of these really basic practical things, learning about managing money and investing and. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that phase. I, I would, I mean, because we just didn't have much work to do. I would literally listen, like listen to audiobooks almost all day. I mean, I think <laughs> I had like 40 or 50 books that oh I went gosh. through. You know, just in that phase. And so it was it was a really deep educational time for me. And I, I did. I it was almost like my kind of business school right before I launched the business, you know. Yeah. So it was really interesting. All right. So let, let's move on to the third one, third big one, which was last year. And that was um yeah, that was the biggest one so far, mm-hmm. in which from the benefits that we saw from this, like I am fully <laughs> You know, by God's grace, I'm intending to do one of these every seven years. And 
uh, I'll tie into real quick about the seven-year thing. So last year, God led me into this sabbatical. Kind of his first hint was in Leviticus 25. And essentially, Leviticus 25 is where God's talking to the Israelites, and he's telling them, listen, I want you to plant and uh, harvest the ground for six years, and then on the seventh year, I want you to take a break. And this whole idea of, uh, of basically having fallow ground and letting the ground rest. And God says, if you do that, then I'm going to allow the ground to produce a bigger harvest for you. You know, and agriculturally speaking, it's well known that if you keep planting the same thing in the ground over and over again and never give the ground a rest, it's going to bear less fruit. And so it's just, it's really interesting how these things kind of tie together. But Anyway, the point is, it's been about every seven years for me, and I don't know, it just doesn't seem like a coincidence. So looking at some of the benefits that we got from this third one, I think for me, like I was really burned out in 2016, and so this like was, you know, just a a much needed rest. And honestly, I thought that just taking one month off like we normally do each year would kind of solve this, and it just clearly wasn't going to. I was just kind of that depleted. And uh, and so it just provided a complete reset for me. And uh, in looking back from where I am now, I can see that probably for the previous three or four years, like I was just kind of getting tired of writing. And I was just a little bit not having fun writing about personal finance. And I just, yeah, I was, I just didn't look forward to it. And that is not good if that's what your job is and what you are uh, more or less being paid to do. What's interesting about that is after taking this sabbatical, like I am more excited to write and create content than I have been in a long time. Mm-hmm. And just having that passion back and that zeal for doing what God has wired me to do is is really exciting and really fun. And I feel like it was like hitting the reset button on a computer where you just have too many apps open and too much memory being consumed and you just turn that thing off and start it over and all of a sudden, boom, it's like a fresh start. And that's what the whole thing felt like for me. It also seems to me that in these times when we are purposefully setting aside our agenda and purposefully not working, that God kind of gets excited and is like, now that you have taken this out of your own hands, I can actually do something. Yeah. <laughs> and I can do something exciting and something that you can't do. Yeah. So I think we saw a lot of benefits from that as well. Yeah. I mean, and just getting quiet, like one of the other things that was just really clear to me is I had a lot of friends throughout the year just kind of asking me like, so what has God told you? What What's the big thing that God's going to have you do. Like what, you know, and almost the entire year, I was like, I don't know, not much. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have much, you know, big earth shattering things to tell. But within my heart, I felt like all year long, God was just making these tiny little course corrections of little tweaks in things that, that weren't major things. And they weren't things that were even necessarily a problem. But there were things that where it was just I was just pointed in a direction just a little bit that if I would have stayed on that path that maybe a few years down the road they would have turned into a problem, and that was I don't know it's just it's this kindness that leads us to repentance and 
that was just one of those things that I, I really appreciated. And, and I think it required me to get some of the noise out of my head to be able to make those adjustments. And that's just one of the wonderful benefits of taking a sabbatical is just being able to get quiet to actually hear God. You know what I yeah. mean? And I definitely think whatever this idea of sabbatical or rest looks like for you, you have to be intentional with it. So we've gone on these little one-month I shouldn't call them little. <laughs> That's little in comparison to the year that we did last yeah. year. But when we've taken these one-month times of rest, I have been really intentional with some of them, and I have not been so intentional with others. And I definitely get more, way more out of when I'm very intentional with it. And, you know, this might even look like one day, if you have one day off, or... My dad actually works a whole lot. Sometimes he's working seven days a week, but he wakes up really early in the morning. I'm not really sure why. I think it might just be how he's wired. And I have noticed that his time is in the morning. Like he wakes up and he will go for a walk and pray or just spend time in the word. And so even though he's working seven days a week, and has a very full and busy schedule, he is still finding that time to just rest. Yeah, that's good. So like I said, I did have a good amount of friends kind of asking me, you know, because I think naturally people just assume that if you take a year off to just pray and seek God's direction for something that you are going to get something earth shattering. And like I said, most of the year, I was kind of like twiddling my thumbs, like, (laughs) I hope so, God. I hope you're going to tell me something. But towards the very end of the year, I did get some really specific direction for the business. You know, and one of the biggest things was just, you know, like I've told you guys a little bit, uh, just being more honest on the website and the podcast, which didn't exist yet, but I knew it was going to exist, and just sharing a lot more of our personal experience that honestly, I had just been kind of bound up in fear and afraid to share. And so we've been doing that a lot more this year and the response has been really good. And it's, and anyway, and that, and that was something that came directly out of that was that like kind of specific instruction. And then where we are with everything at this point, you know, we're just a few months out of that uh, sabbatical from last year because we didn't really wrap it up until February So yeah, so I'm optimistically looking for a lot more benefits to kind of come out of this and uh, time will tell what that looks like because I don't really know yet. But but anyway, so those are just some of the benefits that we've seen from those three big ones. And then all of the month-long ones, I would say that like whenever I'm talking to a fellow entrepreneur or anybody who has the opportunity to kind of take a longer sabbatical like that, a month long, I I always tell them that it is like one of the best things you can do for your business is just clearing your head and just kind of getting a higher level view for what you want to do and what God's calling you to do with your business. Which is funny because I think that most people would think that that's the worst thing you can do for your business. Yeah. Yeah. There absolutely are some. And I, you know, there's plenty of... Uh, critics and opponents who would view this concept as complete foolishness, you know, but that's the way the kingdom. It's like, you know, a lot of the things that we are doing and that God calls us to do kind of go contrary to the world's way of doing things. And and this is just one of those things that a lot of people aren't going to understand it, but for those who do it, like you're going to get it. 
So yeah, almost every single one of those month-long sabbaticals, by the end, really by week three, I am itching to get back to work. I have so many ideas, I so many things that I want to dive into. By the time that month is over, I just cannot wait to get back to work. And, you know, and I'm just full of ideas. I'm full of enthusiasm and momentum. I'm rested. So anyway, those month-long ones have been really, really good, not to mention all the other benefits of just spending time with the family and praying and marriage. Yeah. Oh, there's so many, so many wonderful benefits. So if you're asking yourself, like we said before, like how you can do this, if you are in a situation where you might not be able to because of your job. So first off, obviously like just pray and ask God, there's absolutely no reason that he can't make something work for you and help you find that time to rest and uh, refresh yourself. And like Linda mentioned earlier, watch for the answer. Because like I said, I missed it and you don't have to. And I think it's better if you can see it, what it is while you're in it. Because I think you can appreciate it more. I think you can utilize it a little bit more fully. Like mine in 2008, if I would have known what was happening, I think I would have used that time a little bit better. But even still, I still got tremendous benefit from it, not even realizing what was happening. And then the other thing I would say about all this is if he calls you to do something, obey. (laughs) And I know it sounds really simple, but uh, there were a lot of questions and a lot of reasons for me not to take a year off last year. And it sounded crazy. It felt crazy. And I I had no idea what was going to happen. I didn't know. I didn't know if we're going to lose the house. I didn't know how we're going to pay the bills. Like, I didn't have answers to any of these questions. But yeah. Yeah, and I just want to add really quick, I think it's easy for an outsider to kind of look at us and think, well, oh, sure, it's easy for them to do. But the reality is it was not easy. And Bob and I both grew up in homes where Bob's dad was out of work from an injury for four years. And I know you watched how your parents kind of handled that and struggled through that. I mean, my parents had four kids, sent us all to private school. That was kind of where they put their money and it just was... You know, you work to provide for your family type yeah. of a thing. Your mom worked. Yeah. And we had good precedent set of working hard and not being lazy. Right. So just so we're clear, this was definitely out of obedience to God and not just this, eh, I don't feel like working. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean, and just the way I'm wired, that's just not, it's hard for me to take Sunday off and not work. <laughs> like I, I have right. stuff I want to do. I want to move forward with the business. So yes, taking an entire year is, it's a stretch, you know, but the point is, is that it's what I know that God called me to do. And so that's why I did it. And my encouragement to you is if he's calling you to do something, if he's calling you to take a week off and it seems like it's impossible. And if you get, you know, if you don't have vacation time and you don't get paid, if you don't show up, like it doesn't matter. If he's calling you to do it, you need to obey and you need to do it. And he will provide for Cause, you. Yeah. And and that's where the fun, exciting part of this faith journey is, is you get to step out on that and then get to see these really cool things happen and manifest, you know, as we kind of trust in him and watch him do the miraculous. Yeah. I think if you are looking for your faith to grow, just go ahead and obey whatever he tells you to do. And <laughs> a lot of it sounds, you know not possible or crazy or scary, but it really, it's miraculous when when you do it because you get to watch him do things that... That you couldn't have done in your own strength. Yeah. Like you Peter just walking on water. Yeah. It's like, that's ridiculous. 
I'm yeah. going to try to walk on water. <laughs> Let's do it. See how that works out for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then one last thing I would say is I would start by just honoring the Sabbath, like on Sundays or Saturdays, <laughs> wherever you fall in that whole thing. But you know, that was a really good step for me, just committing to not work on Sundays and not out of like a religious obligation, but as a just commitment to rest and a commitment to trust God that if I do choose to not do any work on that day, that he's going to cover me. And that when something that seems urgent pops up on that day, that he's going to cover it and that I can just let it go and trust in his hands. You know, because I, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen like really great opportunities pop up and, and it makes me want to chase that opportunity rather than trust in God and this whole thing of just taking a break that he kind of laid out for our benefit, you know. So there have been plenty of times when there have been opportunities like that, but I, when I've chosen to not chase after opportunity, but instead to chase after God on those days, I've just seen really great things happen. You know, even better opportunities come right around the corner or turns out that that opportunity wasn't as good as I thought or, you know, just all kinds of things like that where it's like God's going to work it out for our benefit, you know? Yeah. And if you're interested in this topic and learning some more, we both read the book, The Rest of God. By Mark Buchanan. And man... We should probably get him on the podcast if if I can get him. That'd be That'd really be cool. Because awesome. he's, uh, I, I love this book. And I yeah, this is definitely recommended reading. If you're at all interested in this topic, he more or less single-handedly changed the way I think about Sabbath as a whole and sabbaticals and, and what it actually means. And he helped me to much better see that it's not this religious routine that um, God is commanding of us but that it's actually for us and for our benefit. An and, yeah. And it, it's a fantastic book. One of the best books I've read in years, and I normally read about 50 books a year. So <laughs> it's a goodness. really good book. Anyway, all right. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Yeah, I read 50 books a year too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I read three. <laughs> I do oh, read the Bible though. It's a good book. That's a good Oh, that's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. If you enjoyed this, we would love it if you could leave us a review over at the iTunes store. That'd be a blessing and that would help us. And if you have any topics, things you'd love for us to chat about, definitely hit us up over at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Seedtime on all of them, or over at the blog, seedtime.com. That's all for today. Hope you have a wonderful one, and we'll see you later. Bye.